You hear that anthem, baby? Well, we don't have one anymore, to be honest. I don't hear anything, and I don't want to hear anything. <laughs> That's the anthem of your NFC East leading champions. I guess we're not champions yet. Yeah, but we're not dude. Champions. I was like, <laughs> Welcome to another episode of I Call Next, where the Washington football team is ahead of the Dallas Cowboys, ahead of the Philadelphia Eagles, and tied with the stupid New York Giants for the NFC East division. Listen. Never in my entire dreams would I have imagined that outcome. There's only two times, I guess three times in my lifetime where the Washington football team has completely caught me off guard and surprised me. The game that we talked about last week, uh, Dallas, Washington, primetime, Sunday night in Dallas, right? Yep. The um, second time was when? Oh, now I'm drawing a blank. Oh, dude. It was a couple of years ago. Kirk Cousins and Washington went to Seattle. Do you guys remember that game? We were like missing Trent Williams. We might have been missing Brandon Sheriff. And it was a game where Josh Doxson caught this insane catch. Oh, yeah. It was his only catch on his career, pretty much. Yeah, for the four years that he was with us. His only catch he's ever caught. And then last night, dude, the three times. Unbelievable game. I, so I ended up watching that with JK. Uh, honestly, that was, that was a crazy game. Uh, yo, Logan Thomas came to play. Let me tell you that. I'll give respect where it's due because I thought he was a stupid signing. I hated Same. it. Same. And he's playing well. Like, he's not blowing up like crazy, but he's just making some plays, man. He's worth every penny of the, like, this, like, very medium salary. Yeah, yeah. It's not like he's been crazy expensive. Yeah. The biggest play, honestly, that he had was the fumble recovery. Did you guys see that play? Yep. Um, TJ Watt stripped the ball out of our running back um, uh, hand, McKissick, and, dude, yep. You could tell that TJ Watt, like the ball was right in front of him. He was picking himself off the ground to then get the ball and then run it back. And in the process of picking himself off the ground before actually going for the ball, out of nowhere, you just see these two big hands come in. And Logan Thomas, man, what a play. Let me tell you one of the other plays that was insane was, I believe it was Sims that had the one-handed grab uh, Mm -hmm. on the right of the sideline. Dude, that was a nasty one-handed grab. It was clutch time, too. I, I was joking with JK and I was like, so we all agreed before before the game was over, right? When we were losing. Um, I was like, so we agree now that Alex Smith is the comeback player of the year. He's like, if he wins this game for sure, but like really jokingly, because we're not gonna win this game. And then we won this game. And I'm like, yo, this guy's gonna be the he's gonna be the first guy to be the Super Bowl MVP, the uh the MVP of the season and comeback player of the year. All right, let me bring you back down to reality. You're in the NFCs. <laughs> Yeah, but we beat this is I this is I still can't believe we won. And I'm just waiting for someone to get popped for a PED. That's what I'm waiting for. Someone's gonna get popped with a PED suspension. I'll be like, it was worth it, dude. That's all fifty to pay for that. It makes me laugh that I'm so all three of you guys so happy, so full of life after this win, only to watch this team just tear away all those hopes and just bring you guys back down again. Yeah, we've been here multiple times where we like get this false sense of hope, but Hey, listen, listen. I'm, I'm looking to see if I can get that false sense of hope today, too, and see if the Cowboys can take down the Ravens. It's the NFC East, baby. The Giants took down the Seahawks. Hey, let's go for the hat trick. That's the crazy thing. Like, when I watched, I watched the Giants-Seahawks game from beginning to end, and that I thought in my mind that's one of the most improbable wins I will ever see. And then literally one day later, more improbable than that, is Washington beating 11-0 undefeated Pittsburgh Steelers team in Pittsburgh. Yeah. Those two are definitely crazy. Um, Cowboys 
beating the Ravens shouldn't happen, but can happen. It's more likely to happen than the other two matchups, but we'll see what happens tonight. This is hilarious. And then the Eagles are just like drowning. That's what they're doing. They're on their backup. They're just drowning. It's awesome to watch. <laughs> yeah. Well, they made a big call today. As you probably saw the news, they're going with Jalen Hurts. Um, I think it's a good decision. Carson Wentz doesn't know how to play quarterback anymore. He's forgotten how to – he has no confidence, and he looks terrible out there. Playing worth it. He looks frazzled. Yeah, he looks a little bit frazzled. He looks like there's something going on with him mentally. Um, we'll dive into the NFL uh, here shortly. I just wanted to start off the episode by talking about the most ridiculous game I, we've seen in a while. Like I said, in my 30 years of watching football, three games stick out as ones like you just got to remember for the rest of your life. The Dallas game, the Seattle game, and now this game. And so there was no other way to start this episode other than that. But let's dive into some NBA local news. So now that we did talk about that, we don't have to bring it up again, right? <laughs> Dude, the crazy, crazy news last week. And I I'll admit this right off the bat. Out of us three, I'm probably the least Washington Wizards fan. Um, I, um, you know, I resonate with the Lakers as Pretesh does. But um, I'm happy for him, man. I'm happy for this fan base. I'm excited for them. I don't find myself rooting for them. Gogia, you're probably the biggest Wizards fan out of all of us. But um, this is a great day for them, man. It's a great move. I think we went on both sides, honestly. Who? Do you think Houston also wins? Yeah, so both – both you have two pretty good point guards. Obviously, Russell Westbrook is still in his prime. He's done better than John Wall. John Wall hasn't played in basically two years. But they're both disgruntled in the organizations they're in, right? So, yeah, uh, Washington had to give up a protected pick. But at the end of the day – you know, Russell Westbrook for it, right? He's a triple-dub machine. He's coming in. He doesn't basically say, like, oh, we guaranteed the championship or anything like that, but now you're looking at that playoffs at least. He, he will get you to the playoffs. Uh, James Harden, I mean, if he sticks around there, um, I mean, you got John Wall coming in. I don't know. Like, John Wall loved and, you know, set his piece here, but he's going there starting a new chapter. Uh, and the problem with that is, like, Washington doesn't know. His injuries have piled up. Maybe he's good now, but you don't know what you're going to get with him, right? So if they're looking for a trade, they got John Wall, we got Westbrook. Honestly, both sides of the party should be happy. Like, it's nothing like either side got ripped off. It's not that bad. It's just both are – both one of the fresh starts. So I'll give you the timeline of my, my emotional timeline, okay? When it first came out, I was really blown because it also gave full time. When I found out it was protected in 2023, I was fine. That's fine. We can live with that. Um, but – so this is the thing. As, like, most Washington fans, John Wall is beloved, right? Outside of Ovechkin in D.C., the only longest-tenured, like, athlete here is John Wall. He took us out of that whole Gilbert Arena situation, and we went to the playoffs consistently year after year, and John Wall was exciting to watch, right? So we have that memory, pretty much, right? There was a time where John Wall was the best point guard in the conference at that time, but with he didn't have that Bradley Beal that we have now, right? So I was really blown just based off that. Then the pick, you know, it wasn't a bad pick. And then it's like, all right, let's just see what happens. Because Russell Westbrook is the same thing as John Wall. I actually am surprised to hear you say this because I thought you'd be ecstatic, dude. Um, yeah. Honestly, and I, I kind of disagree with you, Pete. I think the Wizards fleece them. I don't think this is an equal trade on both sides. I agree both sides had a player that were disgruntled and that they had to do something about it. 
I think it just works out. I mean, because they got the pick, right? It's not the top pick, but I mean, they got. No, but it's not even that. Like as Gogo was saying, it's a protected pick way in the future. So the Wizards might even keep the pick. Like if it's a lottery pick, it's like top twelve or top fourteen protected. I forgot um, the details, but it's like out in twenty twenty three. So it's not like the immediate next year. And dude, something that you just mentioned. Houston is getting a player that you don't know if he's going to be able to be the guy that he's been, right? Like the Wizards made this trade at the very last moment that they could make it. Yeah, yeah. No, so no, you're not loving this trade. Because this is the thing right now. It's not about, this is the thing with Russell Westbrook, right? I don't care about Russell Westbrook. I care about Bradley Beal and keeping Bradley Beal happy. This right? will help him. This will keep I know, him happy. You know, the reason why it won't is because the issue that John Wall and Bradley Beal had was, were the antics, right? And Bradley Beal just wants to come in and play basketball and win games, right? They both do those antics and they both take bad shots. And I think Russell Westbrook takes more bad shots, right? Because, and that's not going to help. At the end of the game, right? I don't want Russell Westbrook shooting the ball. I want Bradley Beal shooting the ball. And Harden is a different player than Bradley Beal. Bradley Beal will take the shot. Harden apparently doesn't want to take the shot. But like even with KD, I, I feel like part of KD leaving was Russell Westbrook and his shooting and just jacking up shit. But I'm at the point where now I'm okay with it. So like, don't bring me back down. I'm good with it now. I'm excited now because it'll at least be fun to watch. We're not winning a championship. We'll make the playoffs. Maybe we can get to the second round and get blown out by Miami or Giannis or whoever. All this stuff I just want to throw at your face. I can't believe you're saying this, dude. This was a basketball out of all the sports, right? Out of all the four major sports, is the sport where you need a top six guy to win a ship, right? You need one. Not that Russell Westbrook's a top six guy anymore today, but like if yeah. you look at the last 20 years of the NBA finals, the Detroit Pistons is probably the only team that didn't have a top six guy on their team to win it, right? Dirk, LeBron, you, you, you Kobe. Said it yourself. You said it yourself. Russell Westbrook isn't a top six player. We're not. He's much closer than John Wall is. I agree with you. I agree. I agree, right? I agree. The thing was, I'm not, I just feel like nothing was solved. We're not much, we aren't, if John Wall comes back and is like 70% of the player he was before, we are, we went from what a eighth round, eighth seed to a sixth seed, in my opinion. That's it. We're still getting blown out in the second round, both ways. You went from maybe an eight seed with John Wall, maybe an eight seed with John Wall. You know what happens? That's good that if you're not an eight seed, you get these lottery picks. And if we can get that, top three pick, then you, we get better. That's the thing, right? Like, I don't want to be stuck in the, this team has been stuck in the you're middle. Not, you're not like the worst team. When you're, when you're saying you're maybe an eight C, that means you just missed out. You're the ninth seed or the 10th seed. You're not getting a top three pick. Picks, yeah. You, you could, the, the balls can fall in your, in your they favor. Don't, though. They don't happen. You traded an asset in John Wall, where in a month, it'll probably be realized worldwide that he's not the same player. But no one knows that yet. No one knows. Dude, he, he's an athlete that his entire game is based on speed. That's why he's excelled. He has bad knees, and he's just coming off a ruptured Achilles tendon. He's not going to be the same I'm, guy. My issue is not getting rid of Wall as much so anymore. It is taking Russell Westbrook on because I, again, Bradley Beal is the asset I want to keep, right? He is the guy that was the second in scoring in, in the league and stuff. And if it didn't work with James Harden, why will it work with Bradley Beal? So listen, I'm not I'm not 100% like as ecstatic as like Arash saying that the Wizards completely won. But Big time. it's been 10 years, right? Like at some point, just like, fuck it. You need to change. Like, all right, you, you assume you're under. Okay, your assumption is that John Wall would have came back, 8C, whatever, whatever, right? But your assumption is also you're just saying that they're he's going to be worse with Bradley Beal than what John Wall was. 
you don't know that coming in, maybe they might click, maybe something different. Maybe you're just like, dude, fuck it. I'm all about winning. That's my hope. That is exactly my hope. And that's why I'm optimistic sitting here at this point. I am hesitant though, because I, I do think that John Wall is a better passer than Russell Westbrook in the, at the moments where he needs to pass the ball, not like in those, in those fourth quarters in the moments where you need to pass the ball. And that's where it's going to matter at the end of the day. Right. That's like, Russell has all stats. Yes. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. I, I get it, right? That's fine. That's everything that everyone's going to think, right? At the end of the day, I think it's sad to see the guy that was drafted. It uh, didn't work out, like, after years. Unfortunately, he was injured. Ten years, obviously, he's huge to DC. Everyone loved him. All right, he's gone now. But you should be ecstatic with what's being replaced. Like, out of all the point guards that are in the NBA, like, no one else is going to come here. That's the issue Nobody that the Wizards have had. They, they can't attract stars. And now you no. have one who wants to come here. No, no, no. Agreed. I'm right now. I'm excited right now. I'm excited, but I just don't want to lose Bradley Beal because we can't get stars and he's the actual star on the team. That's my worry. That's my hesitation. Fine. But I also think you gotta look at the pro that like Arash is saying that now that you have a Russell Westbrook here, who is an all-star, who is a former MVP, people might be more inclined to want to come here and play like, He's not just an all-star. Yeah, Jordan. No one came here with Jordan. <laughs> He's not just an all-star. This guy is a nine-time all-star. He's a nine-time all-pro selection. How many times has John Wall been an all-pro selection? None. Maybe one? Maybe a third no, team? He had to have been at least once to get that super max, so at least once. So once. Matter. And that was a third team, I guarantee you. Russell Westbrook is nine-time all-star, nine-time all-pro selection. There's three play. There's been three times in the NBA in the history of the NBA where someone has averaged a triple double for a season. Russell Westbrook has done it twice. I understand. He's two of those three times. And, and of all that, right? At the end of the day, you want to win games, right? And of all that, what did what what did they win? Like with that, nothing. They're much closer to doing it now than they've ever been, man. No. Than they've ever been. Not ever. Not ever. Not ever. I, I think so. The reason that you may have some reservations about this trade and why many people in this market have reservations is because John Wall was your guy, right? Like he was drafted here. You saw him. You you basically grew up alongside him. Like when he got here, you were still young in your teens and you guys grow up together. His successes were your successes. His sure. failures were no, yours. I, I said up front, like he's beloved here. So it was, it was shitty to see him go. It was absolutely shitty to see him go because again, like outside of Ovechkin, right? Who is the longest tenured DC player at this point. Who Red- cares about that? You're trying to win, right? You're not I know, trying but to. There's still an there's still emotional attachment in sports, right? To so emotional that. attachment, like I said, but at the end of the day, it's the business, right? Like you're lucky you even got him for ten years. Like, and this is so a great I business. I agree move. with everything you guys are saying. I'm not disagreeing at all. I am great excited at the moment. Move. I'm excited. At the moment, I'm excited. I just don't want to lose Bradley Beal. That's my concern. That's my only concern. I don't want to lose Bradley Beal in the process somehow. And then all we have is Russell Westbrook because I saw only Russell Westbrook means you don't make the playoffs either. Bradley Beal wants to win more than anything, right? He's got the money now. He's got the fame. He wants to win. Russell Westbrook's going to help him. There's no player in NBA that plays harder than Russell Westbrook. Sure, he might make some bad shots and take some untimely shots, but he's doing it because he wants to win, not because he wants the ball or fame or anything like that. And that's the point where I'm excited because the motor is obviously he's 100% balls to the wall, 120% all the time. And everyone is criticizing him as a, a teammate. So I'm hoping that's like more fuel. So like, I think it could be the perfect storm of getting swept in the second round. Can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. All he wants to do is, I think it's a great you know, trade, man. I think they fleece him. I think in two months when we actually start seeing John Wall play, 
everyone will realize, holy shit, he's not the same guy anymore. Like they'll feel bad for him, but they'll realize it. And that's when it's obvious. And if the Wizards waited two months to try to trade him, you wouldn't get Russell Westbrook back. No, no, you no, wouldn't no, get no. him I, in an exchange. I do. I do. Sorry, go ahead. I was like, we'll see what happens with John Wall, how he looks. But the reports are like, he's, he's been playing, he's been playing hard, and he's been playing with these guys, and they're like, he looks pretty damn good. So they, I bet they are saying that. But when it comes to game time, he won't look like what he looks like. Yeah. I, no, you can. No. He's got bad knees and a ruptured Achilles, and his game is based on speed. His game's not based on a three point shot or working down low on the block. His game is based on running from basket to basket yep. and just outrunning everyone. No, I last year, this game's been running from the locker room to the bench and back. <laughs> I, I will say that, no, we won the trade. I don't think that, that I have no. Well, some people don't trade. think that. Some people think it's a wash. Some people think maybe you gave up too much. I think we got all three. Right? I think I think it's a wash. He thinks they won and you think the opposite. So let's hear his side of it. I think, I, I, I think it's a landslide. I, I don't think it's a landslide because you're they're cleaning house, right? So they will eventually get a first pick, first round pick, right? In 2026, maybe that will that it's no longer lottery protected anymore, right? Mm -hmm. So you are going to get that first round pick, but I'm not thinking, you know, six years from now at this point. When was the last time a former MVP was on this roster? Do you remember? Dude, like Jordan. I mean, oh, okay, if that, like, I I thought you meant as a wizard. Our last last MVP was Wes Unsheld. You're that getting Russell change. Westbrook at the age of 32, right? So just two years older than John Wall. Sure, sure. And I would look at him physically and I'd be like, he's more physically talented at the moment than John Wall. Look, I don't, I'm excited right now. You don't have to convince me. I've, 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 I'm excited. It was, it was a, I, I, I'm, I will say it openly. Like it was an emotional thing of like losing John Wall. is like, you know, it, like I said, he's beloved as a Wizards fan. He you, is, he is. We, we, I've been, honestly, we've been, I don't know about everybody else, but I've been waiting for the comeback, right? It's been two fucking years. I want to see the dude succeed and actually play, and I just don't see it on this team. So I'm still rooting for him at this point. This trade is the best thing for his legacy in D.C. because now everyone will always wonder or think, oh, he would have been great this year when he would have come back. Now he'll never have disappointed you now that he's gone. This was the best thing for his legacy in D.C. because when he did come back, and he did start playing again here in the next few months, he would have let you down and your entire perception of him would have changed at, into disappointment. I'm happy for the Wizards. I'm not even a Wizards fan, but I'm happy for this market. They're going to have a good I, team. I'm just happy that that first round pick is protected. If it was not protected, I would be so fucking pissed. Then it's, it's a, a bad savvy trick. move. Very it's savvy move for a team that rarely makes them. I mean, maybe Tom Shepard knows what he's doing. Tom Shepard knows what he's doing. Yeah, I hope he so. He resigned I mean, Bertans for not a lot. Well, I don't know if the 80, what was it, 80 million, five year, 80 five million? Five years though. That's not a big, that's not a big contract nowadays. You gotta, yeah. You got to remember like now it's, that remember. contracts are much, much larger than what we yeah. were. Using. Yeah. Th- five years, 80 million, like 10 years ago was a lot of money. Now it's like, oh, you're a mid-level player. That's what it is. I'm also like not sold on their last few draft picks, right? You've had lottery picks the, the last few years and you wasted it on Troy Brown and Hachimura, right? Tr- yeah. It's, um, yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't like Troy Brown. Uh, he has done nothing. Hachimura is only a rookie. He played well. He looked okay. So he had a lot of hype early on and then it subsided. He played fine. I don't think he was bad. I don't think he was gonna be a bad pick. He's gonna be and out what of you, order. What all about this year's pick? You have you have three lottery picks in the last three years on your roster. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know anything about Danny. I, I don't know because he played in Israel. He's supposed to be he's supposed to go number four, right? I don't all know. Right. Don't know. He could be good or really bad. This is the international team now. Yeah. 
I, I think the, I think it's brighter days ahead for Washington and you're going I mean, literally we're going to see number four jerseys all across the city in a matter of a month. Once oh, everyone yeah. realizes yeah, yeah. what Westbrook is doing. I, I think, no, I think the dust has settled and everyone's excited now because it's, it'll at least be fun to watch. It'll at least it be should fun. Be. Least the other fun. news that relates is uh, James Harden hasn't shown yeah. up for practice. Well, he showed up today. He has showed he up show as up? of today. He's done partying in Vegas with the little with little babies, going to strip clubs and stuff. But the he rumors has, are he wants out. He wants to go to Brooklyn. Absolutely. Well, he's also yeah. accepted. The, good. Wasn't it? Was he, it 76ers? Yeah, 76ers. He's okay with going to 76ers as well. So, um, well, imagine how John Wall must feel that he got traded, thinking he's going to the super powerhouse with uh, Demar uh, no, Cousins, and he's excited. He gets to play with his boy Cousins. He's yeah, excited. but he needed he needs Harden, and Harden won't be there. Maybe right. they're gonna rerun, rerun back the Kentucky days, right? They're gonna run back the Kentucky days. That's that's a long lost. <laughs> yeah. Think about this in 2013. Like this is a trade that was happening in 20. They're supposed to play together in 2013. <laughs> The team would have been better in 2013. Cousins and Wall coming off of major injuries. Yeah. Um, yeah. I'm I'm happy for Washington, and where do you I, I, I want to be a fan now. I mean, feel free. It's not a bandwagon. Don't worry. We're not no, yeah. that good. It's not a bandwagon. We have plenty of room. You don't got to run beside it. We get you a good seat. Roger, it's okay to be a Lakers fan and occasionally attend the Wizards games. That's what I do. <laughs> yeah, I know. For sure. No, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm genuinely happy for this market. I think it'll be more fun to watch the games. It's going to be more upbeat, more – it's just something new. We're, we've been in this funk for a the while, Wizards, so it's, it's going to be fun. The Wizards are the least threatening team. You can't like who hates the Wizards? They're like the Hornets. Like, nah, they just exist. Well, even in this market, right? Out of the four major sports, they're fourth on that list. Like Washington football's one. I'd say Nats are probably two, maybe Caps are three, and then Wizards are last. They're holding the shortest end of the stick in this market. Uh, the Mystics might be above them right now. <laughs> yeah, they're competing, right? Um, but this helps them. This helps them close a little bit of the gap. And if they do well, I don't know what Russell Westbrook's... That's another thing that made this trade so good. With John Wall's contract situation, the amount of money that the Wizards were paying him, there's only a few players in the league where you can make yeah. that trade, right? They have to have a corresponding contract that matches mm -hmm. up. Westbrook was one of the very few players that yeah. had that kind of situation. Yeah. Um Honestly, like savvy move by Washington for a team that signed Ian Mahimi to that awful deal oh and traded a first round pick Listen, for Bogdanovich. Ernie Grunfeld was fired two years ago. We never need to talk about his moves ever the fuck again and how Jan Wesley was a pick that was made yeah. and never even played more than 10 minutes. JaVale yeah. McGee was drafted in the first round with them. Come on, man. This was, this was a great move by them. I'm, I'm excited to honestly watch some games. Um, uh. I but other than that, dude, the crazy thing about the NBA is literally it's starting in like a week or two. Preseason starts uh, this Friday. Yep. Lakers. Yep. I feel like we were just watching NBA playoff bubble. I think they're saying it's the shortest period of time in any basically major sport between the end of a season and the beginning of a season. So the Lakers and Heat are the two teams that will now be playing what they're what two months removed, month and a half, whatever it is. Yeah. So it's the shortest distance, uh, short, shortest period of time between any major sport of a team starting the next season again. But now think about like a team that didn't go to the bubble. They haven't played. They haven't played in they haven't almost played like a year. Of the year. Yeah, yeah. They haven't played in literally nine months at this point. So what do you think the advantage is? Rested legs, or at, no, at this point you're just fat. There's no way you're rested now. You're just fat at this point. Perhaps. <laughs> like <laughs> I think that playing the teams that went to the bubble and got further in the playoffs are going to have that advantage because they, they're still in that regiment, right? 
than the regiment of they went to the bubble. They know kind of the type of play that they were doing. They, you know, were consistently practicing, et cetera. But that's going to hurt at the end of the year, right? Like, like it's going to hurt. And we're out. Because you're going to be like, yo, I've been playing for a year straight. Those two months, like, what? I went home and didn't get COVID, and then I came back. So what does the schedule look like? Does anybody know? Like, is it projected to go until June? Is that, like, normal finals period? Or is it extending past June? Let me check. I don't actually – I actually never looked into it. That's actually a good question. I didn't look at the full schedule, but uh, let's see. I imagine – it's abbreviated not only in the beginning, but probably the end. Wow, it's literally starting December 11th. That's in a couple of days. That's preseason, preseason, yeah. That's preseason. Yeah. yeah. Uh, the still, real season wild. starts the 22nd. I cannot, listen, I'll be honest with you. I love football. I'm not going to disagree that I love football, but Thanksgiving football, sorry, Christmas basketball is better than Thanksgiving football because of this stupid rule with the Lions and Cowboys. And it's not shade. It's like when they're both, the Lions are always bad. Why do we have to keep watching the fucking Lions every year? Who cares? They're always bad. Like Washington should, should never have been on here. Like should never be playing on Thanksgiving either. Like ever. Like, I agree. But it, it, I, mean, it, it I know, is, but still. But I, I agree. The basketball on Christmas Day is so much more fun. Because they always put good teams, right? That's why you always got the Lakers, the Celtics. You got everybody playing. It's always fun. You got the Heat playing. But um, I'm so glad we have that this year. So it looks like it looks like the first half of that season is going to be December 22nd through March 4th. So then the following week, so uh, 5th through the 10th of March is going to be All-Star break. And then 11th through the 16th of May will be the second second half of the regular season. And then looks like they're going to do a play-in tournament May 18th yeah. through the 21st and then playoffs yeah. start afterwards. So something similar to uh, what they did with the bubble. Okay. I'm excited. I'm yeah. so excited. I'm excited too. So wait, when is the all-star break you said? All-star break is March 5th through 10th. Okay, so it's still in March. Like instead of end of February, it's early March now. Okay. What I'll be trying to celebrate my 30th birthday all over again. <laughs> Can't wait. That's where, that's where this all started. That's yeah. That's when the, that's when the NBA ended. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. There's only two deep boys, Rudy Gobert and myself. <laughs> that's fair. Before we go to the NFL, so where do you guys think Harden ends up? I think I he stays. Yeah, I think he stays. Really? Probably begrudgingly, but I don't think Houston wants to let him go, right? Like, they went from being so relevant this time last year in the offseason, right when they acquired Russell Westbrook, all eyes were on them, all excitement was on them, to now all of a sudden not having Westbrook and Harden. I don't think they want to go so that drop. I think, I think his persona of – all the players that he's played with all the past players and everyone wanting to leave and being traded. And he's played on good teams. Uh, D'Antoni left and every, you know, everyone just seems to constantly leave Harden. So as a team, as much as you want him, I would seriously be considering what, what has been going on with all these past players. If I'm bringing them to my team, I'm trading these pieces. Am I just literally going to be stuck with another guy that just gets me to the playoffs? Is that it? Or is he going to fuck up the chemistry and all these other players are going to just hate him? whether you got CP3 or you got Westbrook or whoever it is, right? These are good players he's playing with and multiple players can't mesh with them on a level. And if you remember at one point, Kobe was saying like the way that Harden plays, it, it's not sustainable for a playoff or a championship, right? It'll get you to the playoffs, but most players will adapt and change based off of what they see. You know, every year they're like trying to assess, all right, what can we do differently? Harden's just done what he's done and just shot more and, just added deeper shots or a step back, whatever, right? That That's not the problem, right? You, you've been scoring your 30, 40 points a game, but something's still not working to get you guys over the hump. So 
I don't know, as a team looking in on him, I would seriously consider that aspect of it. Of, do I really want to pick this guy up? How old is he? He's, he's like getting up there now, right? I would assume he's close to Westbrook's age as well, right? Like 32. They weren't drafted the same year. Uh, Westbrook is older, right? James Harden is 31. 31, oh, yeah. So he's Harden, only a year yeah. apart. Yeah. He played more years in college, I think. Yeah, that's why, yeah. Well, no, he's he's younger than Har- uh, Westbrook. Westbrook's 32. John Wall's yeah, 30. Yeah. Um, I have a question. If you're Houston, if you're the Rockets, and Ben Simmons is on the table with, like, maybe a first-round pick or something, right? Would you make the move knowing – knowing that um, Harden's going to walk pretty much. He's not going to stay. Would you try to just recoup that if that's on the table? Do you guys know how old Ben Simmons is? He is, what, four years in the league, and he came out when he was 18, 22, 24, max? He's 24. That is super young. Like, you could build a franchise around him. You could still teach him how to shoot. Apparently he's been working on a shot, so we'll see what that means. We said that mid-range. we saw that last mid-range. season. Mid range, not threes, mid range. I mean, that's still good. <laughs> that's still like he's he's six ten. If you could just get he can and he has handles. If you can get to the elbow and just hit that constantly, you have to respect it at least. Right now, no one's respecting it. Um, would you make that move for for Ben Simmons? Because I would say yes. If I'm the Rockets, I would make the move. Because you're gonna just yeah, if you're not gonna get anything and you know he's gonna walk, then I mean that's what everyone does now, right? Like if you know the guy's not gonna resign, you're gonna try to do anything and everything in your power to get see what you can get out of it. Sure, you might take a hit for a year or whatever it might be, but you, yeah, I would do it. Yeah, I I agree. I would make that move. The thing you guys, the way you guys are talking is that it's as if you think that Harden has the option to leave. He's locked in from what I'm reading this year and next year, the third year, 2022-2023 is when there's a possible out. But, but at it, least for these next two years, he's under contract. But the thing is like look what what happened with AD. AD just didn't play anymore. He doesn't have to show up. He can just Oh yeah, he could he force just, the hand. Can, that's what he's going to do, right? That's like what Carmelo did back in the day and stuff like that. Knowing that you are looking at that at the moment, right? Like, because he, you are looking at that right now. He was in at the strip club yesterday, right? Like, he's at the strip club. He's, yesterday, he's living that best life, right? Man. Like, you know, this man does not care with training camp going on, right? So, like, I, I feel like you should just make that move. You should make that call. Like, and he just make signed it a five-year, seventy-eight million dollar deal at one point in 2013, and then if you didn't think that was insane, in 2016. He signed a four-year, one hundred eighteen million. If he did turn down two years, hundred mil. He yeah. turned down fifty mil a year. Fifty. I, I saw this now. insane graphic about um, LeBron James's new contract. They like broke down how much he was making per hour, per month, per minute, and per second. Oh, and, like, I hate when they do that. I do too, but it's actually kind of fun to watch. Like per second, he's making like a dollar fifty every second of his life. A dollar fifty. Um, Fucking bastard. <laughs> yeah it's actually pretty insane and then like you do the math with your own salary and you just get real depressed real fast because you have to round down at some point <laughs> from a penny <laughs> i just gotta hope that i make a mistake on my excel sheet and it tells me more <laughs> there you That's go the dream. yeah nba is around the corner it's been fun hopefully brighter days for washington houston doesn't look like there's brighter days but you know i'm still pulling for john wall um i'm happy he's gone because i think he's gonna bust but now that he is gone and the risk is not on this market, I'm pulling for him. All right. I hope John Wall has a 
at least you know a good at least an 18 and 10 if he comes back doing 18 and 10 that's that's worth 20 million dollars right there now and in, in today's today's market of players at this point the thing is, if he does play well, people in this market will, in hindsight, will start second-guessing the move. And I don't want them to do that, but I'm, it's natural. Yeah, because because John Wall's been here since he was literally 18 doing the Dougie. We'll come back and we'll talk to Arash, and he'll probably come back and be like, damn, that was a terrible move. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm happy with the move. But um, yep. let's get to the NFL. because we already before, talk- we go, before we go NFL, boxing, do you guys see the Floyd Mayweather's fighting going to fight Logan Paul in February I had heard 20th. that. Logan Paul is probably going to end up like Nate Robinson and he'll be the next meme. Dude, there's like, this is not a joke. Like, I, not, these guys, these brothers are joking around. This is not a joke. Floyd Mayweather has fought Pacquiao, fought like all these dudes and has never lost, never looked like he was going to lose. This ain't, this ain't a joke. And they're about to find out. It's about to get real. And I can't wait. So they people keep saying there's these two brothers. I keep just seeing the same brother mentioned no, in all the. No, this is Logan, Logan. Paul. Jake Paul, Jake you... Paul is who, bought, who fought Nate Robinson, and now this is Logan Paul. He's oh. he's, uh, he's uh, what? He's bigger. I don't remember. Yeah, he's a little bit taller and bigger. Uh, yeah, they look very much alike. So one of them got famous off of YouTube, right? I think they both did. I think they both did, but Jake Paul is the one that you're thinking of. The one that just fought Nate Robinson. And so now he has a brother who may have also gotten famous off of YouTube. And now he's also in the fighting ring. Yeah. I mean, it's good for boxing, man. It's going to make people watch. So that's cool. I'm excited about that. It's going to make them money. I'm sure they're getting paid whatever they're getting paid decently. Um, I mean, I know that. How Floyd works is that you're not getting, you're not getting more than 30%. You're not getting more than 30%. I'm bringing the fight. I'm bringing the people. So yeah. yeah, Floyd is getting paid better than anybody. McGregor, right? He took home like 150 mil or whatever it was, and he was just like, "I don't care." He's like, "You want to fight me?" He's like, "I'm holding all the money." <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and I'm not gonna lose. Like that's the other thing. Floyd's not gonna lose. Yeah, Floyd's, Floyd's like, not taking a fight. Yeah, like the hype is good, it's fun and all, but dude, it's it's such a terrible matchup. Like, who the fuck is this Logan Paul that's gonna try to fight him? Like, it's it's gonna be a terrible, terrible fight. Mm-hmm. Dude, I want to read the list of people that what's his name has fought uh, Floyd Mayweather fought like within the last what 10 years he fought Oscar De La Hoya it was a split decision yeah. he bought he bought he fought Shane Mosley he knocked out Victor Ortiz and Canelo Alvarez Manny Pacquiao Conor McGregor these are real fucking fighters yeah he and- fought Conor McGregor at a sport that Conor McGregor never competed in before R- he Fine. fought Manny Pacquiao when Manny Pacquiao had broken, like, what did he do? He broke his ribs or something? Yeah, shoulder. Shoulder or something. Yeah, yeah, and he wouldn't, like, move the fight to allow him to heal to have a fair com- competition. Like, I don't I don't take this whole 50-0 and record for um, Floyd Mayweather with any weight or credibility. Fine, fine. That's 48-0 still. You made it 48-0. He knocked Victor Ortiz out in the that's fourth fine. round. I don't I'm know just, how I'm, Victor trained, but that's fine. I'm, I'll give him I'm, that. But I'm not this, a... I'm not a Floyd fan, but I respect every his 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 career and his talent is undeniable. I don't like Floyd for personal reasons of him outside the ring, but he's a calculated fighter, right? Like yeah. a lot of people don't like him because he plays a lot of defense and he's smart in how he boxes. He, he's gonna let you fuck up. He's not gonna he fuck up. You fuck up, and he he's, he's gonna wait till rounds four through seven ish, and then he will come out and kind of handle you, but. The man's good. All right. Like I get it, like what Arash is saying, but the man is good. He's he's one of the 
better, you know, fighters that we've seen. You don't, I mean, just get to four, whatever, 50 and 0 with technicalities or asterisks if you want to put on it. Sure. Yeah. When you said calculated fighter, I was about to agree with you, but then you're talking about his actual boxing style, which he is like, he's a defensive fighter and that's fine. Like if you figured out a way to like play to your advantage, then I'm all about that. You should do that in every sport. But when I, when you said calculated, calculated fighter, I, fights? yeah, he's a yeah. calculated fighter now, maybe because he can about yeah. who he fights and he, he only takes matches that he knows he's going to win. Yeah, I mean he does that, but he's also uh, I think towards the end of it he's he's looking for the big payday too. So he's going to take the fights that he can get the hype with and he knows he can more than likely win, but he's all about the money now. Like the last few fights he was he's like I'm I'm trying to get that money. But the thing is once you become the champ, it's that's how that's the culture of boxing. You pick yeah, your fights. I, I, I you don't it. have to fight anyone. That's that's every fighter that you can think of, right? Like that's how it works. Like you pick who you fight. And it has to be something that's worth the payday, right? It's worth Listen, a lot. Regardless right? of the fact of where we may think he is, he is clear-cut the better fighter of the two, and he's going to probably knock this guy out. Yeah, so, how is this worth the payday if he's fighting a guy who's not a boxer, who's just a YouTube sensation? Because he fought somebody on New Year's like um, a few years ago, and it was in he fought at New Year's in Japan, and I think he got paid like $180 million. Who did yeah. Floyd Mayweather, and he knocked him out, or it was over in like three rounds. He got yeah. a private flight there to punch somebody in the face and fly right back. Like that's what it is. Even, he's gonna make a hundred million dollars off this flight fight. Yeah, no, I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad business decision for him. I'm just saying you would think if he's trying to maximize his money, there'd be someone better to fight. But maybe well, this he's, Logan he's, Paul is a this is exhibition, oh, right? It's an exhibition. Up. Yeah, it's like you said, it's exhibition, but it's like you said, he's just doing this because he knows it's an easy fight and he's going to make some money on it. So. Yeah. That's all it is. I, I honestly, I, I can't. I dislike the Paul brothers way more than I dislike Floyd because they're really, they, they're making boxing feel like a joke. And it's not. It is, in my opinion, the hardest sport there is because in no other sport are you getting punched in the face while your objective is also to get punched in the face, right? Like, mm -hmm. like, as tough as football is, right? You're literally not getting punched in the face, right? So, and you have to have endurance the entire time to yeah. do it for 36 minutes, right? So, do you think like, like on Box Rec, so is Logan Paul only taking one legit fight uh, against Ola Tunji in Sable Center like a year ago around this time? Yeah, I, I don't know how he got this fight. To be honest, I don't know why Floyd answered this. I don't know why. It, yeah, might, it, it has to be. It has to be that like Logan Paul is making like $20 million and Floyd is making $200 million because otherwise it doesn't make sense for him. Yeah. I mean, he probably, he's probably just the name of the moment, right? Like he's got the buzz around him and that's why it yeah. makes sense for Floyd. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. We'll see what happens, but there's better fights happening beforehand. So get excited yeah. for that. It takes a special kind of psyche. Crazy. To yeah, jump in, especially like MMA, man. Like, oh yeah, those guys do to each other. You're like biting each other's legs and trying to break your femur. Like, oh my god, yeah. So, quote unquote from Logan Paul was, "I'm not fighting to make money." He's like, "I'm fighting because I want to and I love it." Which, yeah, I don't know about that. I think he's just trolling people, but maybe yeah, he's gonna get paid regardless. So good for him. Um. All right. Yeah. NFL right. time. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Because, yes, sir. dude, there was some crazy games. We'd already touched on Washington Steelers. Hey, to the football team. We talked about Giants Seattle. 
insane upsets. Um, I don't know. Should we even talk about the other games or should we just talk about, about there is one game that we we gotta talk about the Patriots putting up a fucking 45 goose egg on the Chargers. Who came with me when we predicted last week the Patriots are gonna win? I did. It was me. Yeah, everybody was with Chargers, and then somebody was wise enough to come on my side. It was you and I. You and I went with the Patriots. We were like, I you know, I think they'll come back and dude, Jesus, the Chargers choked. Herbert. I'm I'm happy for Cam. I'm actually really happy for Cam because Cam looked like Cam. Like, and that's some tape that he can show when he's trying to get signed next next year. Like trying to make some money next year. So I'm he happy. He played well, but he had it's two rushing touchdowns, right? Like at the I end know. of the day, he's not looking that amazing when it comes to the passing game. He did have a passing touchdown, no interceptions, but 69 oh. passing yards. Yeah, you're right. I don't know what I was thinking about. So like he's winning and like uh McGann. He didn't put the team on his shoulder to do anything, right? Like, he's not throwing guards or whatever. I think Josh McDaniels, the offensive coordinator in New England, is doing what he knows is going to make them win games. Like, he's utilizing Cam the way you have to. Like, Cam's not Drew Brees. He's not Aaron Rodgers. If you're smart, you adapt to who you have. You adapt to your talent, and that's what they're doing. But they blew out the Chargers. And now, don't look twice, but New England's 6-6, and man. They might get a wild card spot. They're not going to catch up with Buffalo. Um. And I think Miami won too. Yeah. So it doesn't look like they're going to catch up to Miami, but they're only two wins behind Miami. It's that was a surprising tough, game. It's going to still be tough. Uh, it's going to be like, they have to like, they have to win out to pretty much get that seed. And Baltimore has to lose. Yeah. And Baltimore might lose tonight. So that's a game that hasn't happened yet against Dallas. And if Dallas wants to stay in this race, like they need a win. Um, they need a win here. There are only three wins. This will get them the four, but there'll be a big game behind after New York and Washington pulled off wins that they shouldn't have pulled off. I bet Dallas going into this week was thinking to themselves, hey, we're going to get Lamar Jackson, who hasn't practiced for two weeks. We can win this game, and we'll be tied with da- New York and Washington. And so this, on them. I don't think – the I agree with what you're thinking, but I don't think the Cowboys are honestly thinking that much. But I think the Ravens, it's it's on them that this is a trap game for them. The Cowboys are like, listen, we're already at the bottom of the division. We'll go out, we'll play the game. You know, we have nothing to lose, honestly. You really don't. Like, you're already at the bottom, but you're just going to go out there. I, I think it's a trap game for the Ravens that got to watch out. You saw the NFCs take out two other teams already. So it, it more than likely can happen tonight, but we'll see what happens. But it's best case scenario set up for them. Like you said, they haven't practiced. They've had this COVID issue. So we'll mm-hmm. see how it disrupts them. Or it's just a lot of time for rest. Let's uh, – <laughs> Let's talk about two other games, which uh, were, were real close. Let's see. The Vikings playing the Jaguars, 24-27. Just when yeah. you think that two they of you guys win were, a game. Two of you guys were called the Jaguars. I think it was Arash, you and Gogia thought the Jags were going to win. For a minute, I thought so, too. Luckily, the Vikings pulled that out, but that was not a great game. <laughs> the frustrating thing is, you know who's calling the plays down there in Jacksonville, right? Oh, oh, Jay, Jay Gruden. Gruden. Yeah, Jay Gruden. And he's yeah. like making that offense hum. And like, I'm, I'm thinking to myself, and he's going through different quarterbacks. He did it with Mike Glennon this week. He was doing it with some other guy last week. And like, why couldn't you do that here in Washington for the Jay seven Gruden, years? Jay Gruden yeah. is an offensive. Co- he is a coordinator for life. He shouldn't be a head coach. And to be a head coach means you have to make adjustments. Mm-hmm. As an offensive coordinator, you don't have to make the adjustments. The head coach will tell you to make the adjustments. So yeah. someone is telling him what to do. That's what's happening. And that's, that's why so it's working. True. Like think about think about him with Andy Dalton and um back with the Bengals. That's why he got hired because that offense was really good. And then he came here and you're like, who was 
running the show there. Yeah. It wasn't you, was it? He should uh, be a coordinator. I mean, obviously, he wants life. to be a coach because that's where you make the real money. But, like, if a team is smart, you hire him as a coordinator and you don't ever promote him higher. Oh, no, yeah. So, so the other one, which was just awful, was the Jets almost picked up their first win of the season. <laughs> for Derek Carr to throw, it was like the 46-yard touchdown of Henry Ruggs with five seconds left to Can pull out that critical win. I'll see the meme. It was Sam Darnold. Like, wouldn't it be awful if the Jets – didn't get the first pick <laughs> yeah wouldn't it be a shame <laughs> so both of these yeah both of these teams almost almost pulled out victories uh more so the jets but that was the last minute heroics so we yeah. i know at one point we were talking about the raiders we're like i think it was you and i arrived a couple weeks ago we're like you know the, the raiders are actually playing well they're looking good and, <laughs> and then they played they the jets. This week and they played to their <laughs> opponent's level and allowed the jets to put up 28 points yeah they're seven and five. The Greg Williams, the defensive coordinator, got fired, right? Like the Jets' defensive coordinator got fired the next day after they lost that game. Um, I Adam feel bad Gase for him. There? Is Adam Gase still Dude, there? Yeah. Who would have known the defensive coordinator would have got fired before Adam Gase? Um, did Adam wild. Gase have the audacity to fire him? I don't think I, that's up to him. It might, it might be up to him. If, if Greg if Greg Williams smacked the shit out of him on the way out, I swear to God. People are giving Greg Williams shit because he brought the blitz on the last play of the game where you would normally have like so many defenders back there to make sure that play didn't happen. You don't have a Henry Ruggs running a Hail Mary, but instead Greg Williams brought the heat. Okay, first of all, they're giving Greg Williams shit for that. What about the other 11 games? That's what I'm saying. Yeah, (laughs) that's surprising. The game that surprised me, dude, I think we all picked Tennessee to win, right? Yeah. Last week we were talking about oh, yeah. Cleveland being yeah. pretenders or contenders. No, I picked the Browns. They all did except for one person. Did and not. He flipped it. He's Cleveland, dude. I was like, the I was final like, score was only six points, but Cleveland was in control of that game. They figured Mayfield yeah. in the first quarter had like three touchdowns. By five minutes in the second quarter, he had four touchdowns. He was out there playing like he was playing with high school players. He was just flinging, running across the yard, uh, across the field. Left side, right side, didn't matter where he was, just throwing bombs. Mm-hmm. Baker, it's like Baker finally like heard all the criticism and did something about it. Like it, it, it just that's what it felt like. Cause like I'm this entire, I think it's a one game thing. <laughs> yeah, I think so too. I think now he's gonna like. I think he's gonna be like, nah, now I'm good again. We're good. I think Baker needs to stop doing so many damn commercials and just focus <laughs> on this game because. After that, after the not this week, but the prior week where he missed that open pass, he must have realized, "Yo, I'm doing too many commercials." Uh, he's a better Johnny Menzel is what he is at this point, right? <laughs> well, I mean, hey, he's done way more than Johnny Menzel ever has. Come on, don't give him that. Give him a little bit more than that. Come on. Uh, Crazy thing is, the Browns are nine and three, but they're a wild card team in the AFC because they're in the same division as the Steelers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And though they're not going to, I mean, theoretically, they could surpass the Steelers if the Steelers start losing some more games. I mean, the way they, the Steelers lost last night is possible, bro. It's possible. Flip game. <laughs> so this is what happened with the Washington football team winning. It not only helped them tie for first place in the NFC East, it made Kansas City jump the Steelers. Because with Steelers undefeated up to this point, Chiefs were always one game behind. Now the Chiefs are the one seed, or at least tied for the one seed in the AFC. What it also does is, even if Washington doesn't make it to the number one seed in the NFC East, they could get a wild card spot because the wild card teams are six and six, and now Washington's five and seven. They're so, literally one game behind the wild card. 
technically I was just looking at the AFC tiebreaker. So Pittsburgh is ahead of Kansas City based on the conference record. If you yeah. know the nine and one. Okay. Well, I mean, we still got what four more games left in the season. It's because of that Raiders loss that the Chiefs. Right now, yeah. So right now, the tiebreakers that they have is you know Pitt is ahead of Kansas City. Tennessee is ahead of the Colts based on division record. They're three and one. The Colts two and two. Mm-hmm. But Miami is the head of the Colts based on conference record, five and three to four and four. And Denver is ahead of Houston. I don't know in the 31 years that I've been alive if I've ever seen Miami in the playoffs. I, I literally have never seen their logo in a playoff bracket. Chad Pennington back then? Oh, yeah, maybe. Right? I think then, not with Dante Culpepper, but before that was Chad Pennington. So right. maybe then. God, yeah. that's a name. Man, Chad Pennington, after he had that shoulder injury and he couldn't throw it more than like 15 yards, but was still like making plays, it was weird. Weird times, man. Yeah, you might be right. It was weird watching the Giants because you would see names like Colt McCoy and you would see Alfred Morris and all these like former Washington players. And um, they look good, man. I think Daniel how Jones does, is really bad. How does, how does 2016 sound to you when they – Lost in the wildcard game to Pittsburgh Steelers. That's the last time Miami was in the playoffs? 2016, yeah. What? That was only four years ago. Who was their quarterback? 2016, let's see. Dante, no, Dante Culpepper no, was a minute ago. <laughs> That's what I'm saying, yeah. When, was, when were the Dolphins in the playoffs in 2016? I don't remember that. Who could they have possibly had at quarterback? Um, here we go. They were in the playoffs then, and that is wild. That was just four years ago. Um, Matt Moore. Jeez, good for him. I think he's still a backup somewhere, and he deserves it. If he got the Dolphins to the playoffs in 2016, that was the year the Dolphins went. Where am I looking? This is the playoffs. Dolphins were the 60. They were the wild card. That's so, so- shocking to me. How is this yeah. possible? That does not seem they were, like they were They were so bad that we didn't give a shit. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> the only other games that stood out possibly, um, I mean, we all said Green Bay taking over Philly. Jalen Hurts looks like he's going to be taking over as a starting quarterback, so that's no surprise. Buffalo, San Fran, I think we all went Buffalo. Kansas City, no-brainer. So the only game that maybe we were split, and you guys tell me who selected who, was Rams versus Cardinals. Um, Rams won convincingly. So we were split. So Arash, you, and JK said the Rams. Gogi and I went with Arizona. I'm so, like, okay, so which is a bigger pretender team? Is it the um, the Cardinals or the Browns? If I'm not mistaken, the Cardinals are on a three or four game losing streak. Mm-hmm. They started so hot in the beginning and they've lost now three or four games in a row. They have to be pretenders, um, which sucks because I was really hoping they've, the lost, this year. they've lost three in a row, but four out of the last five. Yeah. Yeah. That's not good. And I don't think we can call Cleveland pretenders anymore. Right. Like you're nine wins. I mean, it's like and one of those things where it's one of the things where like the, the Steelers were eleven and zero, but they were like the least scary eleven and zero team we've seen. You know what I mean? Right. That ship was gonna crash at some point. Yeah. 
That was a convincing win against Tennessee. I watched that entire game. There was no other. But no, I don't feel like it was because they went into that 35 to zero, right? They got up early. And then they barely scored and the Titans were coming back. The Titans had like one more, like half a quarter. They would have won that game, in my opinion. That's why I don't feel like it was a convincing win anymore. If they had shut them out, sure. Or they only scored once or twice. But when they came back, Brian Tannehill was hitting every pass. But I, I feel like a lot of those scores were just garbage time at the end, right? But in the beginning, they had two touchdowns so quick. So quick within the third quarter. So quick. Who, Titans? Yeah. I was watching the game, and I was just like – I, I mean, obviously, the it was the situation where the Browns were, like, playing prevent defense pretty much in the third quarter because, you know, there's no way that team could come back mm-hmm. that beat the Patriots last year. But, yeah, I don't know. Maybe it was still – I don't know. It was, it was a little bit of them trying not to lose the game, it felt like. Which yeah. is not what you want to do when you're up 35 points. You could be a I'm great. Happy. I am happy for him. Um, I want them to play well. It, it sucks they don't have OBJ because it looks like they're going to compete in the playoffs this year and they're not going to be fully healthy with all their weapons. That sucks a little bit. Um, Seattle losing was awesome. They're now a wild card team. Um, I was surprised that the Broncos Chiefs game was close as it was. Um, Chiefs, I mean, did score. I mean, Broncos did go up, you know, to begin with, and then Chiefs mm-hmm. came back. But still, six point game. That's that's not what I expect out of the Chiefs. No, the only thing that helps some of these teams is that the playoffs are expanded. Right, this is the yeah. first year where now we have expanded playoffs, and it's not because of COVID or anything. This is just the new format for the playoffs from here forward. So you'll right. have one extra playoff team in each conference, which is why getting that top buy is even more. It's more crucial now. And I kind of like that, right? Like now. There's a reason to be the one seed instead of the two seed. Right. I think last year we were talking about that. We were like, yeah, it, it kind of throws it off a little bit. But now that you only got one spot, it's solid. Yeah, they stole our idea. So uh, now that you kind of ran through those, you guys curious to see how many predictions were right from this yes, last week? I'm excited about this. Talk to me. All right. So JK, our fearless leader that was leading all weeks, had the least amount of correct picks this coming up this past yeah, week. Fuck that guy. You got two bulls. Uh, myself and Gogia, we had nine. And Arash, you had lucky number 10. Oh, Damn. baby. So, where does that put us all over? Where does that put us, right? Well, I've been last. So, I needed a little bit of makeup ground. You did. So, we've got a three way tie at 32 with me, Arash, and you, Gogia. Fuck JK. Hey, it's still hanging go. on by one at 33 because he, you guys told me he still had that one from that one week where I added back in, but he's at 33. Wait, but we all predicted the Cowboys Ravens game, right? So we're still waiting on that outcome. Yeah, it doesn't matter, but we all pick up Ravens. So yeah. it'll be a wash. <laughs> yeah, we, we either way, we're both. Hold well, on. Anyone, anyone want to flip that after the two? Uh... <laughs> Can we? Are we allowed to? I mean, yeah, if you want to. He hasn't happened, so why not? Yeah, That's okay. true. But then we got to give JK a fair opportunity to flip as well. He's, he's not going to pick the Cowboys. <laughs> like how I refuse to pick yeah. the <laughs> So yeah. right now I'm tied with, with you. Tied. We have a three-way tie. We have a mm-hmm. – yeah, we have a three-way tie. call a menage a trois. <laughs> okay, I'll flip. Give me Dallas. Man, you, do you know the score of the game right now? No, it hasn't started yet. But give me Dallas. It's at oh no, it's at Baltimore. Ooh. By the way, I'm not sure if you saw that Baltimore Ravens versus uh Steelers game, but RG3 started that game, right? He, he did not benched. end it. He did not look no, good. No, he didn't get benched. He got injured. Yeah. But he should have got benched way before he got injured. He Let was awful. 
see Briar Woods, Falcons own Trace McSlur- McSorley out there. <laughs> McSlurpee. McSlurpee. <laughs> yeah, the second best athlete to come out of Briar Woods, Trace McSorley. After who? After Yours who? truly, obviously. Got you, got you. Listen, if um, I didn't if I didn't have that knee surgery in the first half of that first JV game, I, I could have gave you a run for your money. <laughs> Low-key, actually, like the um the brevity of your basketball career is one of the biggest shames because it would have been fun to see you play you like love basketball way too early like I, I didn't even know what a basketball was and you were like shooting hoops in your driveway yeah man and so i always feel bad when i reflect on that and then i hit puberty and it, i was playing with different ball. <laughs> true you, you had your hands full so now that we're about um, what could have been is that didn't happen <laughs> uh, all right let me so am i switching to cowboys if you, you want to take it you uh, we'll flip it I could either stay even with everyone or I could gain a Gotta edge. risk it for the biscuit, baby. That's true. I could see Dallas winning. Dallas is a good team. Let's go Dallas. I'll take them. I'll give you Dallas. Typically, I'd be with you, but every time I pick Dallas, I always lose anything I pick. So, it's just- Yeah. Put me for Dallas. So, let's look at next week's games, right? We only have four more weeks left, man. Like, this season's going to be over before we know it. So, Gogia, you've got JK's picks, right? I do. I do. So why don't you roll through the matchups and start with his pick? Let, let's get that in and we'll roll through right. it. Breaking NFL news coming through the wire. Des Bryant, who is scheduled to go against his team, his former team, Dallas Cowboys, is not playing tonight. He tested positive for COVID. Yeah, just got it. So he was literally on the field and they had to pull him off. Oh my God. That's okay. What? That doesn't sound very. That doesn't sound like that sounds terrible. That. That doesn't sound good at all. That no. doesn't sound good at all. Oh. All right. What do we got for next week? Well, then, think. wait, are they going to do, like, contact tracing and, like, take other people off? No, it's probably too late. Like, the test results just got in from a prior test they did. Yeah, but that means he could be exposed to other players, right? Mm, yeah, but then they would have tested positive. Well. That's the thing about these tests, right? Like, let's say tonight they're all going to play. They're basing it off of what they had, if they had anything when they last took the test. At the moment, they could have it, but they don't care about that. They just care about the well, information. They, they I imagine they're doing rapids right before the game. I don't yeah, know. Uh, but Maybe. I don't know if we're going to get into it, but yeah, you know how it is. There's, it's imperfect, yeah. but I think yeah, they've accepted yeah, it. It has to be imperfect. I just feel like that's a that's a very – that exact situation that just happened is a very complicated now issue that's going to have to – the um, NFL is going to be like, oh, fuck. It can happen like this for us now. Um, yeah. I feel bad for Dez because imagine how probably he was so excited to play in this game against his former team on the 53-man roster for the Ravens. That sucks. How right old now. is Dez? Is he like 32 now or something like that now? Oh, yeah. He's in his 30s. I, 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 I want to say, yeah, at least third, maybe 33. I don't know. Man, Dez. He was All right, week- oh, yeah. I'll, I'll give you the matchups based off of JK, what he has here. Otherwise, I'll be confused. Do it. Uh, Rams, Patriots. He has the Rams over the Patriots. So this is a Thursday night in L.A. Um, big time. Big time primetime game. What do you got, Gogo? The Rams. I will take the Rams. I myself have taken the Rams as well. Let me get the New England Patriots. This is the rematch of the Super Bowl a few years ago, if you remember. And in yeah. that game, New England decimated what was then perceived to be the best offensive attack by Sean McVay ever. 
and then Sean McVay just disappeared in that game. I'm gonna ask, new- I'm gonna answer, ask you a question based on what you just said. How many passing yards did the Patriots have last last week together? I agree, but <laughs> it wasn't it just a couple weeks ago that we saw LA Rams play like confusingly bad. They were like no offense despite. I- I've had Jared Goff on my team a few times this season, and he just comes on and goes off so fast. I, I'm just giving you shit. I, it's not a terrible call, to be honest. It's not. I'm just giving you shit. There's Here you go. You ready? Two weeks ago, the Rams played the char- uh, the 49ers at LA. Goff threw two interceptions, and he had a fumble. That's where they lost on a field goal, right, at the end of the game? Yeah. Yeah. The Rams, just as good as they looked last week beating the Cardinals, can look just as bad um, in no time. Give me the Give me the Patriots. That is also the case with the Patriots. Just as good as they looked last week, the week before, they looked pretty bad too. That so. is true. I'm, I'm basing it more off of Bill Belichick than anything. But I, I agree with your point. You're going with the clash of the coaches is what you're going for. I'm, I'm rolling with Bill. All right. What do we have right. next? The next one is Texans-Bears. I'll give JK's one last this time. And I'll go last as well before that. All right, Rush, kick it off. What you got? I'm going to go Houston, man. They looked really good, um, even though they lost last week. You can tell Deshaun Watson is just falling out. Like, I think you have him on fantasy, right? He's he's killing it. Yep. Um, I don't believe in the, the Bears' defense that much. I think Texans will win. So these two teams have been killing me in these pick-ems for back-to-back weeks now. The Bears and the Texans I keep messing up with, so – I'm going to have to go with, I think, the Texans as well. I think, yeah, Deshaun Watson's been balling out. So um, I, I've been riding the Bears' defense thinking that they'll they'll pull out these Ws, but it's, it hasn't been the case. So Texans for me. Wait, he uh, actually didn't ball out last week. I thought he had a great game. I think the week before is when he really balled out. But I think he had a mediocre game last this past yeah, week. Yeah, he had a, one touchdown, one interception, and one fumble. No, he had a pretty bad game. Thanksgiving week, yeah, he balled out even though they lost. I thought for some reason he still had a great game last week. But I'm still going Houston. Me and JK agree here with the both of you with Houston over the Bears. All right, so hold on. So the Bears are going to win. <laughs> so I'm going to put $1,000 on the Bears now because that's how this works. Well. <laughs> Remember, the unprobable happened. The Steelers lost to the Washington football team. All right. That's not in my wildest dreams, what I have known. Yeah, it's wild. Um, okay. The next one I got is Cowboys Bengals. Uh, JK has the Cowboys over the Bengals. I will take my Cowboys here. I think they can they can pull off the W. I tend to agree as well. All right, lock them in for everyone. Bengals, it is. I'm gonna do a parlay of all our sweeps the opposite way. Good. We'll probably at least get something out of it. Yeah. Um, okay. Next one is Chiefs over Dolphins. Right. That's we're all agreeing there, right? Sweep it. Damn, the Dolphins are gonna beat the Chiefs. That's wild. Not happening. They did not look that good against Cincinnati last week. No. All right, Cards, Giants. The Giants just beat the Seahawks. Uh, I'm just saying. Giants are for real. I'm going with the Pretenders again here. I'm going to go with Cardinals. The Cards need this win. Like you have to, you have to this win. And they like, both, they both need it. But like, let's be real. Colt McCoy is good for one win a season, not more than that. Like, are you? You know that. Like, like, like yeah. You know, I agree, but the reason I'm going New York is because I think Daniel Jones comes back. I'm going Giants. I thought it was a worse injury than 
originally. Yeah, right? That's what the reports were last week. And yeah. all of a sudden, there's reports that he's back. Like, it's so wishy-washy. They're like, they're like hold on. We won a game. Get, get, get him the fuck out. We need that pick. We need that pick. <laughs> I'm going Giants, baby. I am also going the cards. What are what's JK got? Cards as well. All right. Bucks Vikings. Oh man, this is actually kind of interesting. Not gonna lie. It's an interesting one, yeah. There's no way we're not all going Bucks. I'm going Bucks. They're coming off a bye week, they're rested, and Vikings had to go to overtime just to beat the Jags. Yeah, but the Vikings are that team that will just randomly beat a team too right now. It's funny because Dalvin Cook has had a great year. The rookie Justin Jefferson is having a great year. Justin yet the Jefferson Vikings are is, only six and six. Right? Like both of them are not just a great year. Like Dalvin Cook is having a phenomenal year. And it's like, yeah, they're struggling at six and six. And I think I think even Adam Thielen's probably Adam having Thielen's, a good year. Yeah, I was gonna say Adam Thielen's been blowing up. So they're 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 having this great but, season, yet they're six and six. But my thing That's is not a good the, sign. The Bucks barely beat the Chargers, they barely beat the Giants, they lost to the Bears. Hey, like, listen, if you want to go with the Vikings, no one's telling you no. <laughs> I think I'm going to go with the Vikings. That's right. impressive. What's JK got? He has the Bucks. For the person that hates the Bucks, hates on the Bucks so much, he has the, the NFL, I think, very cleverly ended up giving Tom Brady the latest bye week that he, they could give him. For the oldest quarterback, that's probably pretty helpful to get that one-week rest in week 13. They're going to come back looking good, I think. Coming week, Tom Brady's going to destroy his phone. Yeah, right. Huh. Next matchup. Uh, sorry. Uh, Panthers and Broncos. Broncos. Do the Broncos have a quarterback? Four and eight versus four and eight team. Um, the Panthers, remember, was a team that had a winning record early on in the year. Yeah. Um, people were talking about them quite surprisingly. Denver just came off of a game where they barely lost to the Chiefs, um, only by six points. Isn't uh, Christian McCaffrey coming back? Supposedly. Yeah, supposedly. It's not for sure. Yeah, it's back and forth. Drew Locke, two touchdowns, two picks. Last game for Denver. Um, I, I think Drew they're going to be good. I want, I want a Drew Locke to be good. I want it. I bet they did too, but I don't. <laughs> I, I think every team when they draft a quarterback wants them to yeah, be good. Yeah, I think they're moving on with from it, him after this to be year. Honest, to be honest, I think um, Bruce Allen was like, I hope Dwayne Haskins is bad when he drafted him. Yeah. <laughs> um, what do you guys got? So I'll say that Jacko has the Panthers over the Broncos. Um, I'm going to do the same. I'm going to do the same as well. What'd you guys pick? Panthers. We all picked the Panthers so far. I was, I was trying to check out Christian McCaffrey. It looks like he's back. So I'm, I'm taking him. So we got a wash there. Sweep. God damn. I, I, tell me all the ones that we swept on because those are the ones that I will be betting against. There was this crazy uh, bet from this past week. This guy bet $2 and won 24K. Yeah. He had like a nine-team, nine-game parlay. Yep. Yeah, I saw that. Saw That's that. I'm we, unfortunately, are always on the other end of the parlay. We, we get them all wrong. Right. <laughs> yeah. And we bet more than $2. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. What we got next is the Titans Jaguars. It is Titans across the board. Or any of y'all think, huh? Sweep uh. it. Yeah, it's a sweep. But I want the Jags to win because it'd just be funny. <laughs> it'd be funny. Uh, all right. The next one is the Colts and Raiders. Uh, I got Colts. So does Jacko. I'm taking the Colts. 
<laughs> uh, makes sense. Give me Colts. Oh, I thought you were going to go the other way. I mean, if you I, can barely beat the Jets. The Colts this past week, and we surprisingly got that. So <laughs> I could see the upset. Um, it's not even that big of an upset, I imagine. Honestly, though, the line's three. I mean, yeah. That's yeah. one possession. So I'm just uh, not that impressed by the Colts offense. I'm not that impressed with Phillip Rivers. Um, but then the Raiders barely just beat the Jets. Yeah, I was like, are you that impressed with the Jets? <laughs> yeah, the right. the Jets. What is so. what's going on with Jacobs? He's not coming. He's he's he was hurt, but I, th- uh, I thought he was supposed to be back. He's been hurt for a minute. I feel like I haven't seen him in actually no, he played a little bit in week 12. So it looks like he got hurt in week 12 against Atlanta. It just um, it's, he's like when he plays, he plays so well, but then like he doesn't play. It was a great pick though. Where they picked him up in that first round, that was a great selection. Um, yeah, let's go Colts. Yeah, it's Colts. Uh, maybe. Uh, okay, Seahawks, That'll Jets. Do the Jets finally it. win? No. No, no okay. chance. Especially with the Seahawks losing. If they lose back-to-back games like this, Jesus. To shitty Dude, teams? To the Jets. Yeah. The Jets oh. would be embarrassing. I would, I, would, I would fire Pete Carroll. I'd be like, get out. For this week, I don't know if I go. If this is the game that the Jets win, I'm gonna puke. That's gonna happen. I'm just gonna vomit profusely. All right. Anyways, we don't need to talk about my digestive system. Packers, Lions, Packers. Everyone got the Packers, as um, JK does as well. Saints, Eagles. The Eagles need this win, man. The Eagles are like, really need it. They're not getting it. The yeah, Eagles I don't think- not only need it, I don't think Taysom Hill, he's putting up fantasy points, but he's not playing that crazy well. I mean, they barely won this week, right? Yeah, five points um, to Atlanta. That hasn't done anything. I can smell an upset here. When is Drew Brees projected to come back? Not yet. They have no idea. There's no timetable for return. Honestly, I wouldn't rush him. Like, you're, you're winning every game without him. Ride yeah. it. I mean, think how okay we have to give, um, what's his name? What's their off? What's their head coach's name? John Payton. John Payton, all the credit. He can just win with any quarterback at this point. First of all, Taysom Hill isn't even a quarterback, and he can win. Like what the fuck? Okay, I get what you're saying, but Taysom Hill, like they, he's got the system for him. He knows what he can yeah. do. He plays him in the perfect. But no, system. but that's 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 him, right? Any quarterback. But that's what I'm saying. That's but you're also thinking about Teddy Bridgewater, right? When Teddy Bridgewater was yeah, exactly. Honest. You have to give all the credit. He yeah. makes the offense he's for that coach guy. Sense of those pieces that he had, he knows exactly what he's doing. But those three guys are, I mean, they're not just any quarterbacks. They're, they're, they're guys that can play. And Jason Hill, I know, is not uh, a standard throwing quarterback, but Sean Payton knows exactly what he can do, and that's why he uses them for what, what they do. He's not like, I'm not going to have you throw the ball 30, 40 times per game. That's not, you, that's not the game plan. No, that's fair. And he's smart to know that. There's many coaches that don't know that. Go ahead. How many times did Taysom Hill throw the ball last week? Nine. 37. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I didn't watch the game. So maybe Sean Payton would make him throw. I bet they're a bunch of dinks, but 37 How for 232 yards. How many did it complete? 27. That's not bad. <laughs> I was going to say nine. Hold on. Not, not only do I take that back, but yeah, go, go. Take that. <laughs> I'm saying, right. I'm saying that Sean, Mc, uh, Sean, whatever the fuck is good. Yeah, this actually supports what Gogo's saying, right? Like he can make any quarterback win. Uh, um, Saints, Eagles. Does Sean Payton win? Yeah. 
now, now that I know that uh, he'll get throw 37 times, I'm, definitely. So J, JK is going Saints. I'm going to go Eagles. This will be a random upset that happens. I want to go Eagles. I'm going to go Saints. I think their defense really is a top-notch team. Um, as much as their offense is playing well with Sean Payton, I think Saints' defense is keeping them in it as well. Give me Saints. Oh, one sec. I actually want to look up. Jalen Hurts went 5 for 12, 109 yards, 1 for 1. He had a couple of passes that were – they were I, pretty, I mean, they were deep balls, but they looked good. They weren't just – Toss-ups, so, like he, 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 threatened, he threatened some of those passes. That's also my reasoning. I feel like Jalen Hurts can come out and just like randomly win this game. I think he'll win some games here soon. I don't know if it'll be the very first game that he comes and starts, yeah. but I think they're making the right decision. I feel bad for Carson Wentz, but this is the right call for Philly to go with Hurts. I, I agree. Absolutely. I think so. I, I, dude, I'll tell you from the draft, man. I was like, come on, man. I agree. I, I agreed with you. I 100%. I, I wanted to see Jalen um I wanted to see him somewhere else because I thought I think he's gonna be good and I don't want to see him in the Eagles. Yeah. Doing it. Well he's getting his opportunity, so we'll see what happens. Exactly. All right. The next one we got Chargers Falcons. Chargers gotta bounce back, man. Here. Chargers got to. They can't do worse. Chargers Fair. are coming back, yeah. You guys both have Chargers? Yeah. As well as JK. Ah, damn it. <laughs> you wanted to break you wanted somebody else to break it so you could pick the Chargers. I wanted you guys to go with Atlanta because they just barely lost to the Saints, who we just like spent the last twenty minutes praising. Yeah, but I, I also just picked against the Saints, so there you go. That's true. I agree with you, but I think Herbert. I mean, Herbert had one of his worst games. I think he balances back with a good game. So he had an awful game. Yeah, I'll also ah, uh, I think <laughs> Chargers are gonna win. I'll go Chargers. That's fair. <laughs> All right, Niners, Washington, big Niners. game. Niners. Big game. If Washington can somehow win, and if the Giants somehow lose to the Cardinals, what a turn of events. After Washington has lost both games to the Giants. Um, 425 game in San Fran. Trent Williams, Jordan Reed going against their old team. Kyle Shanahan going against his old team. There's a lot going. There's a lot on the line. Your pick. I don't need to hear the roster. <laughs> I'm going. I'm going San Fran. <laughs> After all of that, <laughs> uh, JK is also going San Fran, and I am going to take the Washington football team. Wow. Because you know what? I don't want them winning all these fake ass games to just get bounced out in the first round of the playoffs. So, true. you know what they'll do? They'll disappoint me in, by winning. That's, that's true. You might as well capitalize. Right, I guess, man. I the, think the last one is interesting, though. Last two Steelers. Last two are interesting. Yeah. Steelers Buffalo is going to be a fun game. And the last two games are both prime time. So I'm so happy the schedule lines up where we actually have like good games to watch on prime time. Steelers Buffalo at Buffalo Sunday night, 11 and one Steelers nine and three Buffalo. Ooh, baby. I mean, I'm thinking the Steelers, and they got to lose two back to back. They got too much to ride. They got to get that first place uh, by. So that's true. And honestly, like Steelers are a good team, man. Like people have been giving them shit. I have Big Ben on my fantasy team, and he has been bad. Like he does not put up consistent numbers, but they just keep winning. Yeah. Um, I don't see the Steelers losing two games in a row. But like if you pick Buffalo, 
that's not a hard decision. Like Buffalo could win this game. They they won convincingly against San Fran. So um, I'll say JK has the Bills over the Steelers. Oh, all right. And I will also take the Bills over the Steelers. Yeah. So we taking a rush. I'm going Steelers, but I could see Bills winning. Um, all right. Last game of the schedule for week 14, Monday night. This is a huge game if Baltimore wins tonight against the Cowboys because they could go from six and five all of a sudden to eight and five. Um, Cleveland's nine and three. They they don't necessarily need it, but why stop? You know, they just had a convincing win against Titans. They're at home Monday night. It's funny because as soon as Cleveland's finally good for their fans to finally be able to enjoy, there's no fans in the stadium. That's hilarious. Um, That's the most Cleveland thing. Right? Yeah, I know. This is hard to say because we haven't seen Baltimore tonight. We don't know how they're looking. We can always switch it next week. It's okay. We can always switch it next week. We don't have JK's pick. He didn't, for some reason, even pick this game. Um, Let's okay. submit. Let's submit because yeah, yeah, yeah. We're gonna, we're gonna, we'll get JK's for next week. He'll tell us eventually. Okay, we'll come back and see after how we see the Ravens play this week. We'll... All right, that's fair. In the meantime, I'm gonna go Baltimore. I am tentatively gonna go Baltimore as well. Tentatively, I reserve the right to change that shit. <laughs> if they come out and stink it up tonight, I, I'm gonna be switching that shit up. They lose yeah. to Dallas. That's bad. If they right now, right now, I'm gonna leave it at the Ravens. We'll we'll see how the game goes tonight. And go from there. I, if I if I know J.K., I think he's gonna go dog pound. So uh, we'll leave it open for him. We'll see. That's fair. Um, I saw this post on Instagram, and it's not NFL related. It's NBA related, and it's just gonna make you sad. It literally the 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 caption is if you want to feel sad today. Um, LeBron turns 36 this month. KD is 32. Steph is 32. CP3 is 35. Carmelo is 36. And then goes on and tells you all these dudes that are now in their 30s. The end of an era is near. So, yeah. It's pretty much like uh, appreciate it while it's here. So, I'll be watching every single game this year to the T. But so the question is, will we feel as attached and engaged to the league with the next wave of stars that we already know who they are, but like, will we, or will we not? We will, because I didn't know how I was going to feel about the, the Kobe AI T Mac, like Shaq, like that generation, that generation, that that generation fulfilled completely. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I think that generation is still better than this one. I think there was there was more they were more not more talented but they were more like exciting to watch. Yeah. Cuz I don't think I have an attachment to the Trey Youngs and the Jason Tatums and the you know Devin Booker maybe a little bit. Probably the one guy that does uh, not completely attached but does uh, remind me of some of that is Luka Doncic. Uh, yeah, Luka's fun. He's, he's a young guy that's doing a lot of things. He makes the game exciting, so it's fun to watch. But uh, it's still nothing like the old stuff. But that, that's a close guy right now from these, these young guys. But I'll, I will say uh, I think it was a lot of fun watching Donovan Mitchell and Jamal Murray go at it during the playoffs. That, that was the most excitement I've seen in a while. Yeah. Um, those two go, guys go at it. So let's see if they can sustain that and keep it going, turn into these, uh, one of these older guys that we, we really love watching. Um, For sure. Their stock raised. I say all that to say next week, get ready, NBA preview, because it'll be the week before 
It'll be like two weeks before the season starts, but you know, holidays. So let's get it out next week. It'll be fun. Get those. We'll predict- we'll, nope. What to do Christmas Day predictions? Huh? What'd you say? Christmas Day predictions. Oh, Christmas Day predictions for sure. And let's see, try to predict who's gonna win the awards. We can put it like a little little money on the on the on the website to see if we win that shit. I'll tell you I who the favorites are. The standings too, the playoff rankings. Yes, we can do that. We can do it all. And then we'll That's measure up and see who got the closest. Yep. We'll see. Um I'm excited. NBA seasons. I love that there's gonna be NBA season that kind of mat that matters right off the bat. Um with the NFL. And I don't know if any other sports are even playing. Uh, I mean, NCAA started, so that's fun too. True, but the games are getting canceled left and right. Yeah. Um, COVID is just popping up everywhere. Yeah, because universities are being shitty about it because they're allowing fans. Right. For no reason. Whatever. Whatever, man. Did you know that there's a Taylor Griffin? Blake Griffin's brother is in the NBA. Did you guys know that? I saw that today. It's He's they look not again. anymore, is he? They were. I don't know if they still are. I don't think he still is. Yeah, no. He actually got into the NBA a year before Blake Griffin got in. Really? Yeah, he's older. He's an older brother. I remember him. They both played at Oklahoma. They were starting at Oklahoma together. Then the older brother came to the league. Blake Griffin still had another year. And actually, Blake in- Blake Griffin got injured, remember? He like uh, got hurt and tore his knee his rookie year. You see this? That's, yeah. That's, that's Taylor. And this is Michael Thomas and Zoran Dronich. Did you know this is a Chris Smith? J.R. Smith's brother? No, that's wild. Yeah, right? I right. knew about the Drogic brothers. I think I knew about the Thompson brothers. I definitely knew about the Griffin brothers. I did not know about the Griffin brothers. So that was... I was like, how two people look like that? That's so yeah. wild. <laughs> the uh, Edmund brothers in the NFL, there's three of them. Mm-hmm. And then the Fuller brothers, right? There's like four of them. Three defensive players and one receiver that used to be on... Green Bay, the Lions, oh, or Detroit. Yeah, yeah. One day they'll be the Hamidi brothers. In what? <laughs> at at my law firm. <laughs> Hamidi, Hamidi, Hamidi. It's like Allen, Allen, and Allen, and Allen, and Allen. <laughs> oh man, that's awesome. Oh man, this will be fun. Enjoy football while we still have it. We're almost at the end of the season. Week 14 coming up. Yeah, literally. This will be over before we know are it. Are y'all still in your fantasy playoffs? For how many of your leagues are you in the playoffs? Oh, yes. Yes, yes, yes. Tonight's implications, I need 10 points from Justin Tucker, which is doable to make the playoffs. So what I need to keep stay in, to take over first place in one of my leagues is I need Zeke to do shit, and I need Justin Tucker to do shit. And I will take I will take over first place in the last final week. And then I will stay in first place in another league. So, Yo, Arash, I myself like the Steelers and was waiting to steal a uh, bye in our league. And surprisingly, a, a team shut the bed and it's perfect. Nice. Congrats. I also need J.K. Dobbins to do shit. And I will stay in first place in all my, in the two of my four leagues. In my other two leagues, I'm in last place. Let's go. It's either your first or your last. Enjoy it. I hate you guys. All right, boys. Good to see you. Thank yes, you sir. for tuning in to I Call Next. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, yes, MySpace. Uh, Friendster, my LinkedIn. You know, hit me up. Get me a right, boys. million dollar job. All right, y'all. Peace. Yo, Arash, before you hop off, 